Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas here. Today we have another amazing guest joining us, Santos. Pleasure to have you here today. How are you? Hello. Hello. How are you? Very well. Thank you. And yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. You are calling us all the way from the United Kingdom, but Kingdom. you're from Spain, right? Tell us yeah. a little bit about, about your story, Santos. Yeah, uh, I am originally from Spain, uh, but about 15 years ago or so, I just uh, left the country looking for something, nothing specific, but one thing led to another. I moved to, and I lived in different countries, and at the end, I just settled in a little bit in the UK where my two kids were born. And then that's why I am a little bit settled at the, at the very moment in this country, no? while the kids are still little. If you could tell somebody something about where you live today, like me, where I've never been to the UK before, I don't know very much, but if you could give me something for me to just feel like I'm there, what would that be? Today specifically, it's been stormy, rainy, <laughs> this kind of the most stereotypical British weather has been today. However, I literally uh, could say that I live in an amazing area in, in, the, in the UK because I live in the, in the south, south mm. of London. It's an open space, uh, environmental. Everything around us is full of rivers, trees, uh, every kind of um, a nice a countryside environment. So it is very, actually very, very nice area. But sometimes, bad weather like today, you feel like, oh, and I go and live in the south. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is the southest part of the country, though. Yeah. And I also live in the southest part of Brazil. And so I kind of have the same mm -hmm. type of culture here where you think of Brazil and you may think of the Amazon forest, which is in the north. However, I lived in the middle of Brazil, which is more people than New York City. So, so many people, I wow. think 22 million people there, but I've recently moved to the South and it's countryside here. It's trees, it's birds, it's beautiful. And so mm. your environment is actually what led you to write a little bit of this book, the title today, exactly. The Medway exactly. Tales. And so just tell us a little bit more about that inspiration for this book. Well, I originally from La Mancha. La Mancha is not a very crowded area in Spain either, not in the center of Spain, uh, below South Madrid, about a couple of hours from Madrid, uh, which is very much about countryside. However, when I started living here, I was really amazed by the rivers, by the green color uh, throughout the whole year. So that is what uh, makes me enjoy even more nature mm -hmm. you know, in a different way. 
So when I wrote this book specifically, uh, because of the environment and because of the uh, the background that I had with with me at all the time, uh, it was quite natural to to bring up all characters, uh, all uh, all stories from nature. So yes, influenced in me massively by the time I was writing this book. Mm-hmm. Something else that I see here that's really interesting. You studied philosophy and theology. And so how does yeah. this help with your story writing? If you could just tell us a little bit about your theology as well, that's really interesting for me. Yeah, well, uh, let, let, let me explain. Of course, I study philosophy and theology, no? but uh, you are not going to find a philosophical thesis uh, or a defense of commendation of a religion in this in this book. No, no it's a children's book. However, mm-hmm. Of course, I cannot separate myself from my background. I studied philosophy for four years, another theology three more years. So it's, it's quite a lot. So I want I don't wear I don't wear different different hats. I only have one hat, the mm-hmm. one I put on when I when I'm writing. Uh, so when I observe reality, when I invent stories, uh, when when I try to understand the world around me, and then I write is mm-hmm. everything depending on my my philosophy background my theology that that is essentially it i write to assist myself in seeing analyzing comprehending the world around me mm-hmm. uh, i am to figure out you no know, try i aim to figure out sometimes uh, how to fit better and how to navigate this world that i have to chance to live in therefore mm-hmm. even though there is no explicit endorsement of a specific doctrine of philosophy you will easily notice a person, me, attending, attempting to reflect on how this world works, striving to understand why things are happening in the way they are happening, and figuring out how to face future difficulties or realities. This mm-hmm. is what you can see. Right. In theology, that side of it, I'm a missionary in Brazil, so that's why I'm here in Brazil. And so the theology oh. side for me is super interesting. And so just tell me a little bit more about that one as well, if you can. Uh, well, I am um, I am in love with with the philosophy I was, and when I started with theology, I was so much in love with theology as well. So for me, when I'm looking at the at, at, at the at the at the world, uh, for, for me it's quite a, of like a way of finding or trying to figure out how or and who and the way is God, right? So when when I start writing. Uh, when I make up these stories, you know, because they are fictional stories, all of them, all of them are, for me, trying to figure out how God is acting in us, or uh, how can we find God in nature? In this case, this is the case of the book, no? How can we find God in, in the book? And also, how to apply the Bible, no? The Bible. I, I am myself Catholic, but I have so many friends in any other de- denomination. Uh, how can I apply the Bible and all the word glory? into reality and that that is why i try to bring all the theology philosophy background sociology a little bit as well into every single stories but of course that's amazing they are children they are children's stories yeah so, i love so. it because it's not just like a simple children's story there's so much thought behind it and inspiration hmm. from theology psychology all these things that you're talking about that's amazing i really like this yeah, yeah. thank you so much 
You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Unlock the transformative power of Psalm 91 with the new Covenant Psalm. Dive into the timeless verses that address fear, violence, and challenges, offering a profound perspective on safety and security through trust in God. This book combines the eloquence of the King James Version with insightful New Testament explanations, providing a clear understanding of Psalm 91. Don't miss the chance to live a confident, fear-free life. Grab your copy on Amazon today. Dive into a transformative journey of faith with faith in action, evangelistic devotional and journal by Pastor Brett Heath. Uncover profound insights from scripture, fueling your evangelic spirit. The lined journal pages invite reflection, making it a must have for those eager to share their testimony effectively. Get your copy on Amazon and embark on a path of impactful evangelism. Uh, I, I am a very good fan of, uh, of C.S. Lewis. Uh, mm-hmm. You might know him as well as yes. uh, Tolkien, for example, both of them, uh, both of them Christian. Uh, there are two big uh, books, The Lord of the Ring as well as uh, Narnia. All of them are kind of uh, amazing explanation of how uh, mm-hmm. Is this history of salvation and how right. are we part of it? No, so C.S. Lewis used to be so serious. No, it's, however, he used to say, uh, "I just trying to uh, to find what is the quote because I have it in my mind." Anyway, the quote is like that: "Is a children's story that cannot be enjoyed by a, just by the children only is not a very good children's story in the latest in the slightest." Wow. That is almost it. It's not literal, but yeah, that's the, the thing. And that, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, trying to find what is the world about, trying to find what is the meaning of this, trying to find God around us is a way to to express ourselves. And that can be expressed in a, in a tale for kids. Because don't forget, they, they are kids. They are not mm-hmm. stupid people. They, they are kids. Right. They are Little and people. we shouldn't treat them like they are, you know, stupid people. Yeah. We should treat, you know, if we want our kids to yeah. grow up and be educated, we should talk yeah. to them like that, right? I think that's a great one, point. One of the authors, so this thing, the don't treat the kids as they were stupid, it's not mine, it's not mine. Uh, there is a, a writer in Spain, she's called Gloria Fuertes. She really is this kind of people who know how to talk to kids. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best children uh, writer, children's book writer in Spain. It's called Gloria for them. Uh, this is what she used to say very much, very often. Don't treat the kids as they were stupid. They are not. Right. They are just and only little people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 the thing. No, they, they, they are able to understand probably more than us, more than adults, how is reality, no? Well. Let's go into a little bit more of the storyline. Who are some of the characters that we might meet in this story? Uh, well, uh, many characters. Mm, for example, uh, let me talk to you about the the hyena, the hyena Elena. No? This this specific character, no? the hyena Elena. So uh, this hyena comes up uh, after a night. I I do remember very very well. One Saturday, no? Imagine 
one Saturday evening, it was a little bit cold, a little bit rainy as well. So I came back from Lidl. I was doing my shopping, uh, ready to get home, tired mm -hmm. because of the, the, the day and, and so on. Trying to find just my two kids. Uh, our plan for that evening was just open a beer, put some music on, start chatting, having some tapas. You know, it's, it's Friday. No? Let's, let's do it. So, well, on my way home, I passed by I, I passed three middle-aged girls, women. Hmm? They were they were going to catch up the train and they were very well dressed up because they were going to spend the whole evening and night in London, this wild night in London. So as I crossed paths with them, uh, they looked at me as if if they were ashamed of me, you know, because I was wearing my tracksuit, probably a hat, a little bit scruffy. So one of them, specifically one of them, in particular, gave me this kind of judgmental, judgmental look. Uh, at that moment, I thought, this lady, Belize, I envy them because they are heading up to, to London for, for a wild night. No? Whereas I was thinking, I'm quite happy. I go home with my kids. I'm going to have a couple of beers with my wife, chatting. We are going to dance, probably something, something like that. So I, I kept thinking all the way back home saying, Oh, come on, that, that should be something. This type of envy or discontentment no, that I could mm -hmm. see, that was my interpretation. Probably the lady didn't even think about that, you know, but that was my interpretation. So the following morning, the following morning, because I am a kayaking myself, I live near the river. Um, doing kayaking is when I, when I am thinking so much about many things. I tried to put this into story, and I created this character, a hyena called Elena, who wow. was giving this kind of judgmental look. No, he, she, she's one who tried work very hard the whole the whole life to buy a mink scarf. Mm -hmm. And she thought that everyone was looking at her. Whereas everyone, the, the lion, the, the camel, uh, even the suricato, everyone, um, Amir Kat, they was very happy with their own life. Mm -hmm. Until she was learning little by little that right. the the big insight in herself is, is herself, is being happy with whatever uh, whoever you are. No? So this is an example of how this character was created. No? But there are so many other examples, sometimes random examples when different characters are born. No? Okay. Yeah, that's a, I love it. And so it's animal, the story is based through animals in the forest, kind of like this, mm. in the, the medway. Many, many of them, many of them are the same situation. Is me trying to understand life and reflecting mm -hmm. how human behavior is using this kind of animals, you no, know, as, as a yeah. fable, you no, know, as fables, for example. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And so you said that you wrote this book for children, but it's for all ages. And so mm. you also have an audio book. Tell us about that. Uh, sorry, say, say that again. The last bit. Yeah, you also you also have an audio book. Yes, uh, about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, this 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 is something good in uh, this book because I had other books written before uh, aiming different different people. Sometimes adults. I like the short stories as well. But this mm -hmm. specific is for children. I have a couple of them as well for children. And that one was that one is the one that is translated into English. So oh, okay. I had it in different versions. Uh, one of them is the audiobook, which is actually the one I like the most because you can see. Obviously, it's not narrated by me. No, it's narrated by a 
proper English. I think she's Scottish, <laughs> the, the girl who, who did it. And she did amazingly. She's singing songs. She does very well the poetry because the book is full of poetry as well. Uh, this kind of readers with the language. And she does very well. I, I quite like the, the audio book for that reason. Uh, because it's very well narrated, and you can go through the through the pages. You can go through the book uh, with the illustrations, with the pictures, and you can just hear this 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 girl uh, actually interpreting the, the the stories, and it's quite nice, very nice. And the kids love it. No? For my kids, or I have some kids for from friends of mine, they put sometimes on booklets. They can stay the whole afternoon right. watching, uh, reading, and listening, listening this. This audiobook. So yes. And so it sounds like you have many books as well. Also books that were written in Spain and kind of stayed in that language as well. Tell us about mm. that. In Spanish. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before this one, yeah, in Spanish. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> before this one, I wrote uh, one with my kid. She she was six years old. Mm-hmm. Um she had this kind of ideas, you know, little people has crazy ideas. Uh, so with all these ideas, I was trying to asking her constantly. What is this about? What is going to happen? And blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So uh, I I put together one story that actually is one, one of the books that I like the most is unfortunately only in Spanish. I didn't translate it into English because it's the story of a leaf. No, it's a falling leaf. It's called like that, falling leaf. And it's the story of a leaf uh, from the beginning until the moment that leaf needs to go down to the, to the, to the earth. But she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to see reveal against the creator again the free okay uh-huh. in a way and this revelate this this rebel attitude made that change in many ways until the moment that she decides that she needs to go as she's been created for at that very moment many stories and adventures come up to her because she decided to follow what she's been invented for or what she's been uh-huh. created for That'll preach, um, too. Many That'll things, preach many too. Things. I can see that. Many wow. That's amazing. So, yeah, I have this one. I have, I, it's been in a couple of anthologies as well. No? Uh, the latest has been a couple of them in Christmas time, fairy tales, Christmas, Christmas tales. I have one novel for teenagers as well. This has been written in English and Spanish, both of them. Uh, I at the moment I am in the second writing down writing this second part of the Medway Tales. I'm in the middle of it, uh, and in this creative process, which you have I an enjoy es- estimation when that would be released. It should be. Let me let me tell you. Probably this is the first time I said that. Not even Ooh. the illustrator knows the exclusive yet. Uh, it's uh, totally exclusive. It will need to be by the seventh of May. Okay, seventh of May for a reason. Let me tell you why. I I said. The illustrator doesn't even know this yet. And he's the one who needs to work after me. The, the thing is, he doesn't know English, so he's not going to listen anyway. So right. the thing is, the 7th of May is the 200th anniversary of the release of the 7th symphony of uh, Beethoven. The ninth, wow. sorry, the ninth symphony of Beethoven. So the book is the same kind of setup in nature with so many characters. And these characters are all of them uh, implying a symphony. In fact, they are called by the by the notes by the chords of the symphony of the uh, of Beethoven. Uh, and that is the that's the, the creativity meaning, the, in that is just incredible. Is, I I really I really enjoy 
the, the writing of this. I, I am really enjoying that because it, I, I try to put music into creation and into this kind of setup, no? Like, like mm -hmm. I said before, trying to analyze what is the world around me, uh, how can we find meaningful uh, way of living the life. Uh, the most important ingredient, I learned this from Roald Dahl. I don't compare with him, of course, no? He's Roald Dahl, right? But everything should be enjoyable. So mm -hmm. even if you are talking about something serious, it should be something that you can laugh about. And that is what I'm trying to do now. I try to explore a serious issue. Uh, I try to explore a serious way from the Bible, from the from my philosophy knowledge, how people is working out in life, those kind of different uh, different issues, and how to laugh at the end of this with characters that can be funny, mm -hmm. enjoyable, and sometimes a little bit cheeky. Hmm? So mm -hmm. that that is the process where I am now. Hmm? Uh, so I, I hope by May, my my by May is already released. I hope so. And, and Santos, how many books in total do you have? Yeah, I mean, I might have. Yeah, no, it's not many. I am a very slow writer, very slow writer. I would say five, no, but uh, slow writer because I like to collaborate, uh, collaboration with other people. You no, know, when someone asks me to collaborate with a short story, uh, literally last week, uh, a group of author asked me if I can write uh, about 5,000 words in a short story for uh, for charity. No? So I like doing this kind of stuff as well. No? I have so yeah. many collaborations in different, but by myself, yeah, I would say five. No? The ones I, I started from the very beginning with a proper aim, with a specific aim, and, and it's been released, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can tell our audience one more time, where can we find this book and what is the title of the book again? Yeah, the title of the book is The Medway Tales. Um, the best way to find it is in Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Kindle Edition, which is always the, the, the cheapest mm -hmm. no, and more available for everyone. Kindle Edition, the audiobook, as we talked before, uh, paperback and hardcover. So the, 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 the full package is, is on Amazon. Wonderful. Wonderful. And yep. do you have any social media that we can connect with you on, Santos? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I'm not very active, although I try to at least uh, to be present once every two days, no? uh, because there are people who sometimes ask, people who mm -hmm. sometimes are offering, have you thought about this thing? How can you give a little bit of light on this specific thing? No? Uh, there are somebody who... Uh, who mention or who thanks you for specific things. You no, know, I have several stories. You no, know, I am very lucky. I am really lucky. Uh, somebody who told me that one of his stories really helped her massively in one familiar issue that she was working on. So she was one day reading uh, this mm. one of his stories to the kid, to her son. Uh, they were laughing, laughing, laughing because it's a funny story. You no, know, the one. Uh, with the one who is talking about, it's called Water Eddies. No, he's inside the Medway Tales. One of the stories. There are two characters. They are ants, and they are funny. So, mom and, and son, they were fun. They were laughing. They were having good time. And in the middle of it, when the ants had to find the three ways to sort it out a problem because they wanted to find a treasure, what I really meant to be happiness, no? but it's a treasure for ants. Uh, so the way they found the treasure 
is based on sociology, no? Sociology, how we can find happiness as well. So the mom, that time, they were laughing, and she realized that that was talking that that specific story was talking about not just laughing, was talking about how can we find happiness in this life. Mm -hmm. And she found this by the example of the of these two funny and cheeky aunts, and she she emailed me. Actually, it was a Facebook, uh, a WhatsApp. Listen, I just found out. Is that the meaning? I said, eh, well, it's for you, so that's fine. Just thank God if you like uh, for being able to talk to you even through these kind of books. So yeah, how to find me online on media? So my name Santos C.S. Bermejo, which is my surname. I've got Facebook, which is where I am more active, and I have my my page, you no, know, my author page, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, I like Twitter. So yeah, Santos C.S. Bermejo. Perfect. In, Perfect. In all the platforms. Thank you so much. We're going to put a link in the description below for the book on Amazon. Our audience can find that William. there. And I, just, I really appreciate your time here today, Santos. Thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you would want us to take away from your time here? Uh, not really. I am quite enjoying this this time with you because it is, it is very, I mean, uh, someone who wrote something to be able to be talking about that something. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, it's a thing that makes you be feel very proud. So I really thank you for giving me this opportunity to be talking to you. It's nice, nice conversation to be talking to your audience as well. Uh, I really appreciate you know, the feedback. You know, when someone writes right. uh, a, a review, you know, it's, it's amazing when you see that thing helped me the most. Mm -hmm. That is what we all are looking for, you know, because yeah. Uh, even though sometimes these stories are, you can see they are light, light stories. Oh, mm -hmm. that's a funny story. Behind every single one of them, sometimes there are so much time of reflection, so much time of, of, of using a correct language for that, so much time thinking, how can a kid enjoy this by the time mm -hmm. he's taking something for the future? So even if they look like light stories, I can assure you that there are so much time. Uh, many people read it before, friends of mine, my own wife, yeah. my kids. Before I put it into into a, in, in, into writing, I told this story to my kids every single night for a couple of weeks before until I found what is the key of make them laugh. No? That's it. That's amazing. My son, he's only one year and nine months old. So it's a little oh. difficult right now to read books for him. When I do, he'll bring me his little books and... You know, he doesn't stay very long, but I'm looking forward to the time when I can read a book to my son and him sit there and him pay attention and laugh oh, about it. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, there are, there are so many, so many good ones, even for when they're one or two years old. I mean, mm -hmm. so many uh, illustrations that you can mm -hmm. go through. Because at the end of that, I remember when I wrote the previous book, uh, I remember saying my aim with that book is for parents to spend time with the kids. That mm -hmm. was the aim of the other book. Yeah. No, this book is different. No, but the, the tales of the Medway, as I say, is different. But the ones mm -hmm. I wrote, the first one I wrote for kids, my only aim is how can I possibly produce a tool to force a parents to be with the kids for 5, 10, 20 yeah. minutes every night so that the parent can read something and the kid can enjoy the picture and the, the the kids keep asking, oh, what is this little thing? Oh, that is mm -hmm. a cockroach. 
oh, why is doing so? This yeah. spending time with kids, I even if when they are one, two, three years old, for me is is key. No, it's, it's key for success. No, because yeah. there is nothing else we can do to we can give to our kids but time, and time yeah. is a precious. It pressure is so precious. And there's so many distractions nowadays. Like you said, taking every couple of days to be on social media, I think that's a great thing because there, we consume ourselves with so many things that we don't have time to read a book to our yeah. children. And so thank it's you true. for for your heart behind yeah. this of why you wrote your book. That's why I love author interviews because we can get the heart behind the book. It's not just buy my book, here it is. It's why did you yeah. write this book? Yeah. And you get to understand that from your perspective. And so thank you again for joining us today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Steve. I hope to have you back on for future books because I expect that you're going to keep writing. I have no intention that you are going to stop writing. I believe you're going to keep going. And so just an outro for our audience here. Thank you guys for joining us. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe on your favorite platform. You're listening to the My Life Now podcast. See you on the next episode. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship podcast.